right hand of God Shine on these bras Stay on my job Grind with my squad Hundred racks on my car No license at all No tent on that thing, nigga Cause that's how we ball All these fuck niggas flawed Suckers and frauds My circle so small Stick to my script and just ball First I pick up my bitch And we shut down the mall Had to pick up the tent She tried to pay for it all Bring some yak with my plate Garlic noodles and steak Bouncing out the ballet With all these tats on my face People looking like hey Black niggas stay in your place But it's some shit they gon' think And it's some shit they gon' say Got to a brick from my eight. See that music's my fate Switched it up Yo, 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 Muddy Waters Podcast, episode 8, this your boy Shaq Sims, I'm here with my nigga Drizzy Gutter, Mike Lowry, I ain't gonna say his real name, <laughs> but, but my dog, aka Mikey, you already know, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, life yes, was finest like this motherfucker, you already know, pleasure to be on here, my brother, I appreciate you coming, man, pleasure to have you on. You're the busiest nigga on planet Earth, man. Bro, I try to stay busy, bro. We got to stay busy. We do. We ain't even got time for that other stuff, man. We got to stay busy, brody. Idle mind is the devil's playground. Yes, indeed, boy. Start doing all type of dumb shit, spending all type of money you need to be stacking. On some bullshit. But uh, tell the... <laughs> What's up, my G? What's going on, nigga? I do say hit me just now. You it hit you? That? I yeah. seen the look in your eyes, nigga. Yeah, that motherfucker glossy. Now we good to go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so a lot of people probably, you know, a lot of my listeners know Mike. A lot of people don't know Mike. It's so weird calling you Mike. I ain't going to say your real name on the podcast, dog. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know you, bro. You yeah. know, a lot of people know you, but a lot of people don't because you're so low-key. For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, And the people who do know you don't know what you do. So explain to the people what you do, bro. Well, basically, bro, I, um, I vend and I push a brand in D.C. And, you know, we push, you know, the, that legal weed market. We out there trying to do it the right way. And shit is just like any other business, bro. Just like any other business, though. Just trying to push a brand, build a brand. You know, we still we still building now. We ain't there yet. We still building. Just trying to be a Walmart of the weed game. Just down, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. We trying to, uh, we shooting for dispensaries, full legalization, but it's going to take time. We got to wait for certain laws to pass. But, uh. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm deep in the weed game. I'm trying to be the burner of the East Coast. I'm trying to be the face card for the weed game in the East Coast. We trying we trying to grow some weed. We trying to start growing. It's starting to rain, my brother. <laughs> hey, it's so crazy. Of, I don't want none of the equipment to get wet and get the. Yeah, so we gonna going. pause the podcast. We'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah, we had a rain scare. Um. So we had to pause the podcast. Yeah, niggas off right quick. <laughs> I but, seen some Final Destination stuff happening, bro. I thought shit was going to blow up in my face. That's that weed. <laughs> it's that paranoia. That's that paranoia. But, you know, talk about how you got into the weed game. Like, what made you do it? Because, I mean, a lot of niggas will say, yeah, I don't want no 9 to 5. It would be cool to sell drugs. Yeah. But what got you into the weed game? Because... We, as we know, is very beneficial for people's health. For sure. It's very beneficial for just mental health, for physical sure, health, sure, and sure. stuff like that. But what got you into it? Because back when you got into it, 
the world wasn't so accepting of it. Yeah. Honestly, bro, I was such an avid weed smoker. And at a young age, I was so sneaky. And for everybody that know me, man, you know my pops. You know he didn't play. But, though, I, man, I was so sneaky. I was always smoking weed. I probably smoked my first blunt in fifth grade. For real? Hell yeah, bro. Okay, what made you first smoke your first blunt? Like, how did you do it? Like, Bro, you know I'm biracial. I have a half white. I mean, I have a white cousin. He put me on everything. Like, he been smoking weed, popping pills, doing mushrooms, wild shit. You know who I'm talking about. I ain't going to say his name because he, he got shit going on right now. But... Nah, like, man, he put me on weed, and I just got so hooked to it, bro. I'm talking about his older brother pearled us up a blunt one day, bro, and it was probably some mid, I don't know, <laughs> And, bro, I'm talking about I got so high, and it was up. It was up from there, bro. I'm like, bro, I love this shit here. So like, from fifth grade, you was smoking weed right? Bro, I was smoking heavy. Like, In the fifth grade? I ain't going to say I was just sitting there rolling up, but, bro, every weekend coming around, oh, best believe, I'm going to scrabbage up some money. I'm going uh, to the park. I'm going to the gym. Yeah. My homeboy definitely going to serve me. He don't care. He trying to make a dollar. Yeah. Roll up a little mid-blunt. <laughs> bro, I remember when I couldn't even get no cigar, bro, I was rolling goddamn whatever. I remember I, I took a brown paper bag, bro, rolled it up. You ever rolled in Bible paper? Nah, I ain't fucking around like that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't doing all that. <laughs> yeah, I heard man. a lot of niggas say they rolled in Bible paper, that's dog. That's cool. That's them. I ain't, man, listen. I don't judge nobody for what they do, but I ain't. I just ain't going to play around with God like that. Yeah, no yeah. blasphemy if shit. If I ain't going to read it, what the hell I'm going to damn smoke it up and roll it for? Yeah, that's a fact. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's really how I got on, bro. I just really, man, I enjoy smoking, bro. It just was like a, a, a good time for me. I had met a lot of people through smoking, and then once I got on that smoking, I had I really stopped like around ninth or tenth grade. My homie right here, a boogie, like man, he really put me on game. He put me my head in the game. I was balling. We was trying to play basketball. I was trying to be a serious hooper. I had stopped probably from like ninth and tenth grade, and then man, I just I got back on it. What made you get back on it? Like, just you missed it. Nah, it, my parents stopped being so strict, so it's wow. like you know what I'm saying. It was like, well, shit, I hit a blunt and I hit a blunt, and that hey, that feeling came back. <laughs> well, I'm telling you that it's like that first love you yeah. had again. Yeah. But uh, nah, it was just a good time for me with the weed. And I still, I still stayed on my shit. I did what I was supposed to do. And then when I got into college, it was just definitely like an extra source of income. I wasn't taking it serious. I wasn't like the big weed, man. It was just, it was just some extra funds Jugging. on the back end. Yeah, just something simple to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody was trying to sell weed and shit. Yeah, everybody. I saw, you know, I tried to sell a little weed. Yeah, man, bro. You know everybody <laughs> tried to sell a little weed, bro. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that shit, man. Everybody try to sell some Yeah, weed. shit's so abundance <laughs> everywhere. You can get it from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But exactly. uh, I, I guess I just started taking it serious because I started getting real business-minded, bro. I was never with the 9 to 5, bro, ever. Bro, I probably, the longest job I had, I was probably in, like, 10th grade, and I worked at Moe's. <laughs> and I did that for, like, a year. After yeah. that, I just knew but I'm not cut out for the job. Yeah. I'm not cut out for that. I always had that rebellious mindset yeah 
And then my daddy was so strict and always school, 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 job, job, job. That shit just made me be like, oh, hell nah. Fuck you talking about yeah, daddy. Yeah, well, we ain't got to live like that now. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> but now my dad, he taught me, you know what I'm saying? He taught me some great things. He put he put my mind in the game for sure. But just different eras and different generations, bro, we see things two different ways. But Because mm-hmm. this is the era of entrepreneurship. This yeah, is the era sure. of, you know, you can work a nine to five and do other shit, or you don't have to work a nine to five and make just as much money, if not more, exactly. if doing not some more. shit that you love to do. If not more, I, man, I try to push that all the time, bro. Go and get you a business, start a business, start something of your own. Mm-hmm. Even if it don't blow, just get that confidence to know, like, you know, I can sit here, I can start a business, I can run it, I can get it going. You know what I'm saying? That builds a whole nother confidence in you. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does, bro. So, when you went to college, what did you major in? Man, I majored in so much shit, bro. I was everywhere. I was trying to do everything. Like, I, I didn't really exactly know what I wanted to do coming out of college. I thought I was going to play basketball For real? somewhere. Still. And yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> that dream still going to come true. You thought you was going to – did you think in your mind, like, I'm going to the NBA like it's lit? Man, nah, I never thought that. Nah, I never thought I would go to the league. Everybody got hoop dreams. But I knew I had been, you know, straight enough to maybe make it in college somewhere, get a free education, and yeah. maybe get some more structure but when that didn't happen i just was kind of picking shit like i jumped into healthcare management excuse me damn i jumped into healthcare management yeah that's that shit coming back (laughs) up you seen the smoke come out just nuts (laughs) i was in healthcare management i did business which i really like business that shit just kind of came natural to me and then i jumped to like uh social what was that shit called Social, social work. work, yeah, I was trying to do that, and then I found out wasn't no money in that, so I was just kind of messing up, messing up in school, just cause I had no focus, bro. I had no focus. My parents weren't really like, they didn't know too much about school. You feel me? Like I said, come from a gener- different generation, they didn't know too much. They couldn't point me in the right direction. The school Even counselors. your pops? I mean. You got to think, bro, we're just so different. Like, what we come up seeing yeah. and what we look up to is so much different. Than he thinking about guy. just a career. He thinking, like, just yeah, bro, this. just find you a career. If you can't find a career, go to the military. But you got to go to school and you got to do this. Which, you know, I don't blame him because that's what he was taught. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? That's what they were taught. They were That was really put in their mind and put in their head that boy, in order to be successful, you have to go to school. and You have to do this. You have to do that. And school actually played a big part, I feel like, in me, you know, growing up overall, you know, I experienced a lot of different shit going to school. So, like, I don't regret school at all, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I do feel like it's other avenues you can take besides school. Yeah. Where'd you go to school at? I went to Winter University. Okay. In Rock Hill, South Carolina. Y'all had that Perm Busters party. Oh, man. Hey, that shit was so motherfucking live, nigga. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, man. Oh, man. We used to have a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some good years at Winter, for real. Did you graduate? Nah, nah. I didn't even graduate, bro. I had a... I dropped out, probably. I had a couple credits left to get. You know, I probably had like a year, year and a half left in school to finish, but... I got on the shoe hustle real hard, and I started seeing money from that. So that was your first business, well, legal business. Yeah, like I started really doing it online, and I saw what social media can do for a business, and I kind of figured out, like, well, online is where it's really at, and this entrepreneurship is where that. That's kind of like where that 
that burn came from, like, bro, I really went crazy. When I saw what I could do with the shoes, like, bro, that shit made me feel like I was invincible. Like, bro, it's nothing I can't do. Yeah. Like, bro, I was going to sneaker cons, meeting people. I'm si- I'm shipping shoes to people across the United States. Like, they buying shoes from me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that, that damn, that had opened my mind to a lot of shit, bro. Were you buying shoes wholesale? Oh, I man, I ain't gonna lie. I had a lot of homeboys that just had shoes, bro. Like yeah. I had a lot of homeboys that just had a lot of shoes. Like you already know your your big OG homie is selling weed. He got ass of shoes. He don't even wear them. He just cop them for every weekend. So now it's like boom. He got all these shoes. I'll give him like 150 bucks. Boom. He didn't give me like 10, 12 pairs of shoes. I'll refurbish them. Yeah, bro. I'll clean them up. I'll go online and buy shoes and boat, but that was like once I started making some money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the shoe game, it just kind of, it was too, it got saturated. Yeah, I was just about to say Everybody, that. Everybody, I was late to the party. Yeah. Everybody had already been in, been built a brand, been built connections and networked enough to, to be able to really benefit from it. I was just making chump chains, so. Yeah. Still, still, it gave you the, the wherewithal to say, you know what, I can do this shit exactly. legally like i can run a business for sure you know yeah, what i'm saying and i don't sure. have to go to school like it's money out here bro i learned a lot from that shit bro yeah. i learned a lot until like i say that shit just gave me that pass and to, excuse me keep on going with other endeavors mm-hmm. gave me that big confidence bro that's why i say like even if your business doesn't succeed you should still try it out mm-hmm. like it'll definitely you know get, it might give you a better focus mm-hmm. on where you want to go and it'll teach you things about yeah, the real world too. For sure, you know, and just yeah. in this world. So, you know, you stopped selling shoes and shit. Did you go back to selling weed and shit, or was that always your thing? That like, was just kind of like always the underlying thing I did. Like yeah. I just, I just kept it. I wasn't too big in the weed sale. I just, I had my peoples I was fucking with. Uh-huh. You know, I was on the college scene, so I knew a lot of folks. Yeah. So, so were yeah. you the go-to nigga at Winthrop? I would say, yeah, for the most part. I had my little stretch now. I had yeah. my little stretch for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Now, is selling weed on a college campus different from, like, everyday selling weed? Is it m- more safe to do that? Yeah, it's definitely more safe. I mean, you're dealing with the school kids, yeah. so, like, it's good. But you got some hood motherfuckers going yeah, but to But that was at Winter, though. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. There wasn't no hood shit going on. Even though Winter was in, you know what I'm saying, Rock Hill. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying Rock Hill week, but. Winthrop itself, like, they live there. They living on campus and shit like that. Yeah. So, there yeah. wasn't too much wild shit going on. Except for perm busters. Yeah, the perm busters. That's the wildest shit they had. Yeah, I swear man. to God, nigga. They, get, they used to cut the AC off. Yeah, that, that was crazy. some other shit, man. That was some, boy. That shit was wild, bro. So, you selling weed at Winthrop. So, now, a lot of people don't know that weed is becoming legal. At this point in time, like weed is becoming legal in California, because yeah. I'm sure this was probably six, seven years ago. Yeah. Weed is becoming legal in California. Mm-hmm. States are passing laws where they're decriminalizing marijuana. Sure. Were you hip to that since you were so big into the weed thing? Yeah, I always followed it. Like, I always wanted to go to Cali and experience, like, you know, the whole weed culture. I remember my first time I went to Cali, bro. I think that really was, is what pushed me to being like, bro, I gotta be in this weed shit. Like, it's crazy, and especially at that time, the, the market was a little different than it is now. The bags yeah. was cheap, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the bags was cheap back then? Boy, what? 
See, they high now, man. Everything's designed. I thought the bags was higher back then. Well, not all the way back then. Back when I was going to Cali. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, really going to Cali, like, two oh, you years talking ago. About, I yeah, got you, like, I when got I first you. went. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, back then, it was high. But, I mean, you know, the market is steady changing in the weed game, for real, though. Everybody got weed. Yeah, everybody got weed. It's everybody really, knows. I feel like, personally, it's all about who got the best quality, like, the best designer, the best, really the best brand. Like, you have to have a full brand when you're selling weed, because so many people doing it. So, you got to really take it serious. Like, that shit is my everyday life, almost. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I, I get up, and I'm, I'm working towards that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Building the best brand. Hell yeah, bro. You definitely got to do that. Got to stay Because there's so much competition, bro. Yeah, bro. You got to be consistent, You got niggas like Freddie P running around this bitch with runs. (laughs) You got to goddamn. Shout out to him, (laughs) Shout out to my boy, Freddie P. I don't know him personally, but he he is lit, bro. He lit. Yeah, he lit. His marketing game is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he crazy. He's off the chain. Crazy as a motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. So you going to Cali. And this shit is opening your eyes to some new shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know people being on it. You know, people being going to Cali, doing their thing. But I just had seen it in a different light. Like, I saw it from a whole business perspective. And I knew, like, on the East Coast, that shit wasn't really going on. Yeah. But I knew the demand for it was there. Like, I know people want that gas. Like, I know people wanted to be like Cali. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's eventually going to be there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, once I realized that, I just wanted to, you know. And then it's it's a different market over here. I feel like I could have found my niche over here. Like, not a lot of people are really doing it on that business level. Mm -hmm. Like, having a real business model for it. Yeah. So. Because you got niggas who, you know, they selling weed. They telling you, boy, this some goddamn OG. But really... It's some it's, bullshit. Yeah, they come to you. They like, I know my boy got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, sure. My, I know my boy got what he say he got yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's trusted. Yeah, for people sure. People probably recommend people to you and yeah, everything. All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you seeing we these laws and things like that? We becoming legal in different states and shit. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Did, did you did it ever occur to you that man I can do this shit legally, bro? Yeah. On a bigger scale, like when you first saw. That weed became legal in D.C. What was the first thing that came to your mind? Oh, I just saw, like, I saw, I felt like a way to really get on. Like, okay, I can really build a brand and do something people ain't really doing or pushing. Like, I know people selling weed, but I feel like when you're pushing the brand and actually doing it, you know, business mind is totally different. Like, Mm -hmm. for real, you can't treat it like you do just selling weed on the regular you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying you got to really come at it with a whole new face like you got to really be business minded like when if you see like my dms and my messages when people actually meet me in person bro they, they're they really be like astounded because of how you know business savvy and customer service i am on the emails like they're like damn this is you like mm-hmm. i'm thinking this is some old you know you know how it is yeah. some call center yeah you just, you just got to be real professional, dog. Just run it like it's your own, for real. I mean, your face card on it. Yeah. You don't want people to associate you with anything bad. Some bullshit. I mean, shit happens, though. Shit happens definitely in the weed game. Of course, nigga. It's, it's drug. still hard. Even though it's, a, even though it's a business, this shit still is like black market like a motherfucker. Like yeah. Crazy shit be going on, wild shit. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's definitely cool trying to go full scale business though. So we don't got to worry about that. I'm trying to have a dispensary running and not even have to be in there. You, you know will. Yeah, for sure. You will, bro. For sure. We got to speak it into existence. Oh, God, brother. nigga, you on the way. Yes, sir. So we became legal in DC. When did you make that move or were you already there? Oh, excuse me. Um, nah, I made the move for that. You made so you made the move when we became legal. Like it became legal, and I'm telling you, like six months later, my brother calls me, and I ain't, I just ain't got nothing going on in Rock I wasn't doing nothing but selling some weed. For real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just paying rent. I wasn't really doing that. I ain't had no focus. I was trying to throw like little parties, but that I mean, they was small scale, so I wasn't seeing too too much. And um, I just wasn't really going nowhere, bro. And uh, my brother told me about that, and I just had to make a decision. Like, bro, this is one of them times where, like, you can you can make a move and it be a big change for the good or bad. You know what I'm saying? I can still say I made a move. Like, I tried. Mm-hmm. So, shit, bro, I just packed my shit up, bro. I paid my I paid some extra money to cancel the lease. Bro, me and my, me and my roommate canceled the lease, and I was out. I'm talking I was out. Your brother was already in D.C.? Yeah, he lived in D.C. Okay. So, shout out to my brother for sure. Like, he definitely helped me out. I stayed with him for a little while. We stayed right in the city. I was in the middle of everything. So, you know, I was, I was getting good traffic. I was in, like, Capitol Hill. So, so what was your plan? Like, did you... So when your brother called you and said you making that move and you decided to make the move, did you have a plan formulated in your mind before you went up there? Or did you say, I'm going to just go up there and make this shit happen somehow? I ain't going to lie. I didn't yet have a plan. I knew that I was going to do something with the weed for yeah. sure. But I, I still hadn't seen it yet. Like somebody can tell you about something all day, but you kind of got to go and see it yeah. to really get the gist of it. So when I went to D.C., I was shopping around, just seeing what the culture was like, and I would go to the private events that they would have and invite people out to. And bro, it was just so crazy to me. I, I'm like in the building, it's police everywhere outside, but I'm walking into a club, like atmosphere, and it's tables and vendors set up with fire ass weed. Yeah. To me at the time it was fire weed. You know, I'm coming from South Carolina, and you know. I wasn't getting the best of weed at the time. All this shit looking crazy to me. Yeah, I'm like, some Boy, bullshit. This shit is crazy, <laughs> bro. They out here selling everything, and on top of that, it was edibles. I seen like cereal. They did. It was a dude out there cooking inf- infused chicken wings. I'm like, boy, this shit is crazy. Yeah, like, boy, I gotta get a piece of this. In the like, streets, you wasn't paranoid. Like the first, like I know it's got to be crazy. A couple, your first couple months that waking up, going outside, smoking a blunt. You probably thinking like. Damn, the police. I see the police. But then you realize, like, oh, shit, this shit legal. Like, I'm tripping. Not, you ain't never had that happen I've to you? I definitely had that happen a couple times. But once you really, once I was, like, I got in my head, like, man, this is my right yeah. as an American right now. Dog. Yeah. Like, I'm allowed to really smoke my reefer. Like, I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once I got that in my head, it was over with. I'm smoking the biggest blunts. I'm getting super high. You know what I'm saying? All out in public. But, you know, I'll be respectful with it. I won't, like, be, you know what I'm saying, with the kitties and all that playing that, you know? Yeah. Not in the park. Like, little yeah. nigga, you want to hit this shit? Yeah, I'll be out to my shit. On some wild shit. Yeah. So, when did, <laughs> when did shit started to pick up for you, though? Bro, I, like, really, as soon as I hopped in. Like, I was trying to tell all my friends, like, all my homies, like, bro, 
anybody can come out here and get a piece of this. Like, yeah. Bro, like, if you come out here and just get focused, build you a brand, set you up a, you know what I'm saying, a vending situation, bro, you can you can get on. Like, boy, you can you can make some money, bro. Like, mm -hmm. you can do, and you can make enough money to do something with it. Mm -hmm. Like, you can really step out and do other things. But, um, yeah, bro, that's it. Anybody can do it, bro. I mean, you can do that with anything, bro. Mm -hmm. But the weed game, I just felt was my lane, bro. I still feel like it's my lane. We still, I mean, we still working, bro. It's still much, so much work to do. Yeah, it is. Still so much work to do, bro. But, bro, you're doing it legally. Like, yeah. that's the dope part about it. Like, you went from illegal to legal. Yeah. Even though you was never on bullshit. You was never yeah, a, a was bullshit type of nigga, key. but you still had, you still took penitentiary chances, yeah. nigga, to make money. Like, yeah. at any time in Rock Hill, they could have kicked me in your oh, door. Like, you feel me? For sure, for oh, sure. God. For sure. Like, yeah, you, really, yeah. you really went from illegal to legal. So... That, what were some steps you took to get to the next level to where you are now? Like, because I'd imagine it's different price margins for buying legal weed. You yeah. probably got to package it. You probably yeah. you got workers. You told me you got workers yeah, and shit. Sure. Like, what steps did you take to get to the next level? I mean, really just staying down and being focused, bro, and taking it serious. Like, being proactive in a lot of shit like really being proactive and for real for real like i definitely don't do this shit by myself like i definitely have a strong team they know who they are shout out to them boys yeah they working right now and i'm on vacay right now you know what i'm saying <laughs> i came down for my bro wedding and like for real like my dog he cut me a check a couple days ago sent me some bread and i ain't even there you know what i'm saying that's just that's just how it go but when you get a strong team bro and y'all can get on one accord and have one focus, one goal, you know what I'm saying, to what y'all are trying to get to, bro. It's a beautiful thing, bro, because it, yeah. get, it gets to working like it's a beautiful machine, like it's gone, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And you'll get caught up in your work, next thing you know, you look around like, damn, I done did all this, like, we done came this far, like, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely damn it's it's an inspiring thing to have that going on. Right, bro. Cause yeah. you was telling me earlier, like niggas send you their resume. Yeah, and bro. You, it's, it's do you crazy. do job interviews? Like bro. first interview, second interview? I'm not like that yet, <laughs> but I will be. Trust me. Do like, you curse in the interview? Yeah, bro. You know I, I kick it real. I'm so you know I'm gonna kick it to you. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> kick it just like this. Yeah. I want you to be down to earth too. I just want us to be on on the same page. You know what I'm saying? And, like I got a homeboy who does deliveries for me, and like we ain't put no paperwork down. But I mean, he just came to me like he came to me with an idea too. I mean, he's a He's the one who's running my delivery service for real. Yeah. But um, he just came to me and was like, bro, I see you got this going on. I'm trying to be a part of it. So we just chopped it up. I told him what I felt was fair, like he could get for what we got going on. And shit. we just went on from there. Niggas paying their bills working for you. I mean, How does that shit feel, dog? I ain't gonna go and say I'm paying a bunch of niggas bills, but I mean I know that I know that me and my team have definitely helped each other pay each other bills. Like I know, like you know what I'm saying. Them niggas helping you pay your fucking yeah for sure, <laughs> for sure. Hey, me and one of my homies live together, bro. We keep yeah. them lights on, bro. Yeah. And we stay in, the, you know what I'm saying, stay in a nice little spot. Yeah, you, know, you feel me? But you help support niggas, man. Like bro, really, yeah, yeah. Does it feel like you had the cheat code, like? God damn, boy! I was literally doing this shit illegally years ago. Now I'm doing this shit legally, and I ain't even gotta look over my shoulder, bro. It's crazy. I mean, 
It's crazy, bro. For real, for real. I mean, it's just, it's like a how blessing. you can go from one state to another and yeah. do the same exact shit. Yeah, it, it really is crazy. That's why I don't even I don't really fuck around outside of DC. Yeah, just because of that, like it's legal in DC, so I, yeah. I stay there. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I work there. You catch me outside there. I really ain't got shit. I might be trying to get some weed from you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, nah, it's definitely a blessing, bro. It, it, it's definitely a monkey off the back, though. Like, no pressure, almost. It's almost like, bro, I got to go hard. Like, mm-hmm. it's presented to me like this. Why wouldn't I go hard? Yeah. Like, I know people going hard in states where it's illegal. So, like, I'm I'm where it's legal. I'm blessed. I need to go hard. Mm-hmm. So, we definitely try to, bro. Yeah. Would you say you make more money legally or illegally doing it? Like, would you say? What would you I say? I mean, with me, I've made it more legally, but it's all in, I mean, who you are and your grind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't, yeah, it's all who you are and what your grind is like. That's what's up, my boy. Yes, indeed. That's what's yes, up. Yes, indeed, my brother. <laughs> but, so, so what's next for you, bro? Like, Man, it's so much, bruh. Like, bruh, we'll be here all day if I told you everything I want to do. I try not to speak on it too much just because, you know. I'd rather do than speak. Well, what's next in the immediate future? In the immediate future, bro, we're going to keep pushing the weed. We're going to keep pushing the weed, and I'm going to be working on other projects I got working, that I got going on with my team. We're definitely trying to branch out and do different shit outside of the weed game, like, for sure. Like, definitely trying to branch out. But right now, a major focus for me is, personally, is making sure the shit me and my team got going on is going good in this weed game right now. Yeah. Like to sit on the weed game trying to be the face for the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what we pushing for, for real, for It's real. looking like you about to be that nigga, man. Man, I'm hoping, bro. I mean, as a matter of fact, fuck hoping. You know what I'm saying? We keeping the face strong. We just we know it's going to happen. We just waiting for it to happen, for real. Mm-hmm. And it's going to. Oh, yeah, my brother. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. So, now... A lot of niggas in the metro and around the yeah. United States is smoking runts. <laughs> but I'm hearing that this runt shit is just Amazon packages Man. with some bullshit weed in it. What's that shit about? What's the fascination with brands of weed? Like, a nigga will be so happy to say he's smoking runts, but he really not smoking runts, and he can't even fucking tell the difference. It's a social currency, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's cool to say I smoke runts. Whole time, it's some other shit over here that smoke way better than that so-called runts you got. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't getting the real cut of runts from the real creators of the runts, then you're not smoking runts. So you smoke runts? I have smoked some runts before. I believe that it was really from them. I I paid a hefty price for it. It was smoking. (laughs) Yeah. I believe it was from them. I didn't personally get it from them, but you know, I mean, it's still a chance it it possibly couldn't be. Mm -hmm. But, uh... Yeah, that runt shit is just like it's it's definitely a fad right now. It's a it's a big trend. Yeah. Shout out to the niggas who started the runs, bro, because that was another genius marketing idea, bro. What 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 would you say was a genius marketing idea? Like the fact that it was named after candy or something? Nah, or? it was the fact that they could take. I'm not gonna say it's a regular strain of weed because it is a good a good strain of weed. It's definitely quality marijuana, but they took it, bro, and they made it extremely popular. Like, bro, they really pushed a brand behind it. Like, Runtz is its own brand now, bro. Yeah. They're selling merchandise and all, bro. Go yeah. look up LB. And he got a song called Jokes Up about the Runtz. Yeah. All off the Runtz, bro. 
it's definitely just bro they pushed the runs and made it popular i don't think the runs is better than is that much better than any other weed i feel like i done smoked some og shit that was yeah. better than that so what's your favorite strain then my favorite strain shout out to nipsey hustle marathon og for real my favorite strain straight up in luxury og which is a strain we're gonna be dropping here in a couple months but we'll get to that later you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah, we're going to talk about that now, nigga. You I mean, ain't just go pat. That's big, bro. <laughs> that's big, nigga. You your own strain? I mean, yeah, bro. It's going. That's what's going on. I ain't the first to do it, but that's damn sure what's going on. First from the Met? I mean, I'm trying, the First from bro. the Southeast, nigga. Ain't too many yeah. niggas, unless you a rapper. You yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, it's just, like, again, a shout out to the team, bro. Man, shout out five. to the team, dog. Now, what goes into that? Because, like, Mr., you see, Mister, oh, that nigga man. dropped his own Another, strain. That shit was too <laughs> that wild. That shit was, hey, dog, that was dope <laughs> as fuck. Them strain names was crazy. He was off the chain with that. Drop bro. dead, Fred. Nah, he killed me with that one, bro. They That's wild, funny as hell. Yeah. They gonna make it to the top for sure. But if I was if I was selling weed, you know what I do? I break down some pounds <laughs> and I sell apes. I bottle some apes up. <laughs> Put that shit in some packaging and sell that shit, bro. That's what's going on. I really think that's what niggas is doing, dog. I really think I ain't gonna say that. I ain't even gonna say that. But a lot of niggas is doing that shit, bro. Yeah, that's the way. That's what you. I mean, but you gotta you gotta get with the times, though. Yeah, you do. You gotta get with the times. Gotta adapt, bro. I mean, the market is so crazy. There's so much money available in the market. Like, Mm -hmm. it's companies out here cashing in millions of dollars in the first year. Mm-hmm. All profit, like yeah. easy, easy work too. And it's all it's an all cash business. Yeah, bro, it's easy work. Mm-hmm. So back to what we was talking about, like what goes into creating your own strain? I mean, you got to get with a grower, of course. Mm-hmm. You got to get with a grower. You got to figure out what strains you want to cross. Um, you got to figure out what you're looking for, the taste you want, the smell you want, the aromas from it. Um, but for real, for the most part, you got to leave that up to the grower. You got a good relationship with your grower. You know he's gonna he's gonna pretty much know what you gonna want, know what you like to smoke on. But uh, yeah, once you get with a good grower, a good team, put it together, you can get it done. Shit, a lot of shit is easier. It's easier than people think. Of course, you got to put in work and get there. You know, meet the right people. But a lot of shit is attainable, bro. Like mm-hmm. you can do that shit. I mean, it's easy. Say I done did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just gotta, you know, put your head down, get to work. That's all it is. Yeah, so, man. So, yeah, when you yeah. get your own, when you come up with your own strain, not if when yeah. you come up with your own strain, I might hit the blunt one time. I don't smoke, bro. You gotta. Hit I'm gonna hit it bro. one time, dog. You, gotta you know what I'm saying? It, I don't smoke. It makes me paranoid as fuck, man. That's but it. One time's all you need. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit it, bro. Just to celebrate with you, bro. Yeah, Cause that's dope sure. as fuck, I dog. I appreciate that. I'm gonna make sure I come down here. I'm gonna bring us a goddamn nice little three five. Gonna roll. No, up, bring boy. us a nice gram. Nah, we not. We gonna roll that big <laughs> shit, man. Bring us a nice gram. Roll us up a baseball bat. Break that shit down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, before we go, man, I just want to know how does your family feel about the fact that you're doing this shit legally, bro? You're supporting yourself. You're an entrepreneur. You have employees, and you're doing some dope shit with a dream of yours. Like, like at first, bro, it, they were so like against it more so because they were just scared like about my well-being yeah. like I me mean, first off me moving somewhere foreign like that yeah. like i mean it was foreign to me like i've never re- really haven't been to dc like that i went on a field trip like in the fifth grade but 
yeah, they were scared at first, and they didn't really understand my, my plan for it. They didn't really see the idea. Like, they heard me talking, but they didn't see the idea. When I had brought my parents up here, and I kind of let them see, like, what a work schedule looked like, like what I do on a regular da daily basis, I think that won them over. They like, damn, they seen the people I'm dealing with. They're seeing how, how I'm carrying the situation. They're seeing how lax the environment is. So they had played a big role in relieving their stress. Mm -hmm. So once they saw that and then saw like the work and actual time that I was putting into it, like I started, I was doing some videos for it. They see me putting out my own merchandise, my own packaging. I have my own brand, the own our own Instagram. That's going, that'd be going crazy, you know what I'm saying? Once they saw that, I think they figured out a little more like, damn, he re he's really working towards a goal, like something for real, like mm -hmm. something that's attainable. It's legal, you know what I'm saying? It's not harming anybody. He's really helping people. So once they saw that, bro, it was a go. Like, yeah. I have all their support. Like, I mean, I got all my people's support, for real, for real. Yeah. Friends and family, but we, you know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of support to keep, keep going with any business. So, damn, it's definitely a blessing to have people in my corner for sure, dog. It is, and bro. we steady working, bro. We stay, man. We got a long way to go. We're going to get there, though, dog. I'm telling you. Came far, though. For real? Hell yeah, bro. Came far, bro. Hell yeah. I can definitely say that this, damn, it's been a journey, and it's just the beginning. Yeah. So, it's like, dog, I can't wait to see where I'm at and where my me and my team is at in three to five years, like, you know what I'm saying? Let alone 10 years where we'll be at. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're going to get there, though, dog. Congratulations on all your success, my dog. I appreciate it. Same to you, my brother. For appreciate real, it, real. man. I ain't there yet, nigga. Nah, we getting there, dog. I ain't there yet, nah, dog. I might man. have to come get a job in D.C., nigga. If it ever come we legal hey, in Atlanta, man. give me a job, it nigga. It ain't even a job, bro. It's a partnership, bro. That's a fact. For sure. That's what you tell them, yeah. niggas, man. I'm really your fucking boss. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's late, you fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you crazy, man. No, I'm just fucking with you, man. Hey, but tell the people where they can find you at, man, man. and where they can shop if they're in the D.C. area. Because he's man. not going to say, you know, we in Atlanta or South Carolina or Houston yeah. or anywhere outside of D.C. So, man, Luxury Lux. Luxury Lux. You got to put two X's. Luxury Lux on Instagram. D.C.'s finest, man. I'm telling y'all, look me up. We'll link up with you anywhere in the city. We're going to always make time. It's going to always be what you ordered. Hit us up, man. Yeah, hit that nigga up, man. We appreciate you, brother. Yeah, appreciate you for coming on, man. Muddy Waters, we out. Out.